0: Welcome, listeners. This month's episode is an interview with Jessie Heche-LaRue, the new executive director of the Glidden Homestead in DeKalb. If her maiden name sounds familiar, it is. Her fourth great uncle was Jacob Hayes. If you're from the DeKalb area, you've probably seen his name around town, and he's often referred to as one of the DeKalb's founding fathers, along with Joseph Glidden, Isaac Elwood, and Clinton Rosette. In addition to their mutual barbed wire business interests, this group was responsible for bringing a teacher's college to DeKalb what became Northern Illinois University. Glidden, Hayes, and Elwood also came up with barbed wire patents, which made DeKalb the barbed wire capital of the world. Barbed wire references are everywhere from the local high school barbs, barbed wire Harley-Davidson, Barb City Manor, Barb City Roasters, and Barb City Bagels to name a few. In this interview with Jessie, we'll learn more about her own discovery and connection to her family's history and her new role as executive director of the Glidden Homestead and Historical Center on West Lincoln Highway. She gets to share her love of local history with residents and visitors, bringing the many stories of the Haitias and Glidens together. You can catch up with Jessie by visiting the Glidden Homestead and checking out her blog, A Twist in History. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to our podcast, All Things Local, a monthly podcast about issues and ideas in our local communities from the people who research and serve them, brought to you by the School of Public and Global Affairs at Northern Illinois University. I'm your host Dr. Alicia Shademan, associate professor here at NIU. We'll hear from researchers and public service workers in government and nonprofit organizations across communities about topics and issues affecting our towns, villages, cities and neighborhoods. Welcome you to All Things Local Podcast.
1: Uh, well, my name is Jessie LaRue. Um, I'm the Executive Director at the Glidden Homestead and Historical Center in DeKalb. Uh, very new to this role, but very excited. I have a journalism background, so writing, editing, uh, things like that. And I've spent a lot of time in office administrative roles, um, spent a lot of time as a receptionist, things like that. But um, history has always been a passion of mine, and I'm excited to you know do it in a, in a job role for the right. first time. Yeah. Well,
0: you're combining all that customer service skills, right? Which is so important for a local historic yeah. site.
1: <laughs> yes. I've been doing that since I was a teenager and it, it right. definitely is useful in all ways of life.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So it sounds like you've had lots of different experiences, which we can chat about, but do you remember what your first paid job was and what do you think you take away from that?
1: Uh, first one was babysitting. But beyond that, um, <laughs> I worked at a movie theater in high school. Mm. Um, that was the first, you know, the W-2 job. Um, yeah. And, you know, you start there and you're, you're cleaning theaters after movies and then you're you're scooping popcorn and then you're selling tickets. And you, it, it, it was a nice way to see how that progression in a job yeah. works. Um, I actually did that Uh, through through high school, part of college, I worked my way up to the manager at the movie theater. And it was a great experience because you're seeing all levels of an an employment place and learning how to deal with people. And then you're in a manager role and, you know, trying to do well for your, your employees as well as the customer in front of you. And that job taught me so unbelievably much. Um, And I met my husband there in high school, too, so that was a really (laughs) nice perk too, but just really good memories of learning how to work, you know, with your coworkers and customers. And Well, why don't you
0: tell us about Glidden Homestead a little bit for those folks who might, they drive by it all the time.
1: Yes. Maybe don't stop in,
0: so I don't know if you want to give us the whole history, but like a snippet of what it is and how it got to be the museum homestead that it is today.
1: Yeah, so Glidden Homestead uh, was the home of Joseph F. Glidden. He is considered the father, the inventor of barbed wire, um, which really became a national phenomenon, changed, you know, the country. Um, We would not have been able to expand into the West without barbed wire. And, you know, to think that that all happened here in DeKalb is really great. Um, The mission here is really to preserve and restore history. Um, It's actually the site of two national historic Sites on the register, um, the homestead and the barn are on that register. So a lot of it is just restoring, preserving, and sharing that history. And a lot of the story is about Joseph himself, um, big philanthropist. Um, he donated much of the land that would become an IU. Um, you know, he was sheriff for a while. He was a farmer. He was just super involved at the time. And his inventions, he was incredibly innovative and just giving back. And this is a really great place to celebrate that. Um, it's a very interactive museum um, and it's it's not just you know walls a museum with four walls um, something actually happened here the barn is where he invented the barbed wire so you come here you're you're standing in history and i think that's just a really really neat thing that we have going on here there are mm-hmm. people that have come here lived in the their whole life and they had no idea this was here Right. Um, we are on Lincoln highway. I can't even tell you how many cars go down this road every day and right. people will call from the gas station across the street. Where are you at? I, I think if people knew more about this place, they would just be blown away by the story and everything that has happened here. It's so fascinating that all of this happened in Decal. Yeah.
0: So you're a Haish. Yes. <laughs> so I'm over at NIU and our founder's library, right? We have all of those folks. We have the mm-hmm. Glidden and the Haishes and the Elwoods. Yes. And so how does your family history connect to this passion?
1: So it definitely does. Um, Jacob Haish, another Barbour inventor, was my fourth great uncle. Um, he didn't have any children of his own, so he has lots of nieces and nephews that all claim his name. Um, <laughs> but he was pretty much in direct competition with Glidden. Glidden and Elwood would team up and have their wire business together, but Heche was on his own till the day he died. He insisted that he was the first inventor, not Glidden. He was the rightful one. Um, I mean, they took it all the way to the Supreme Court. So it was, yes.
0: <laughs> That'd be fun uh, to read those drama. transcripts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> A wow.
1: lot of drama, but... A lot um, of detailed drama around Barb Yes. That. It's fascinating that all this happened here, but... Um, when I was young, uh, you know, my dad was kind of like, hey, you know, this is our name. And, you know, that could have easily have just blown over with me. But I I just like hooked on to that story. And he took me to Elwood House and we went on a tour and we came over to Glidden, which was a pretty new museum at the time and kind of tried to learn more about our family. There wasn't a lot there, but I just became so invested in the local history I had a teacher in elementary school that made a comment once that girls don't like history. They weren't okay. good at history. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person that takes that and runs with it. So here we are. <laughs> but I just, the story is so great. Um, it's funny to be sitting in the Glidden Homestead right now as a Heche. Um, but Jacob Heche was a carpenter and he actually built the Glidden Homestead. So there's this, Interesting sense of pride So maybe he wouldn't be thinking, upset that you were there,
0: right? I mean, I, maybe not.
1: <laughs> I hope not. I he hope went not. to work for
0: the other guy, but, you know, maybe. He I, have <laughs> I have the best intentions. I have the best intentions. You know, you were mentioning before that not many people know um, about the Glidden Homestead or haven't visited. Is there something they'd be surprised about that they could learn there that doesn't exist anywhere else or kind of an experience that they could get there? But They really should make that a destination.
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, the biggest thing is, like I said, something happened here. We're not just a museum with pictures on the wall. Like, history happened here. Barbed wire was invented in the barn. Um, the two National Register historic places and on one acre is incredible. And we also have a working blacksmith shop that will be open on tour days. So you want to come out and see them play with fire and make make things that's, that's really neat too. And that really attracts all ages as well. So it's very interactive. There's a lot to see and a lot to do.
0: When are you open to the public?
1: Our season is June through November. Uh, Opening day this year is June 12th. We'll be open noon to four and we will be open every Sunday throughout the season. We've had people that are coming in from out of town. They can schedule private tours. We'll try to make that work for you outside of those hours, but um, every Sunday is what we're able to do.
0: Do you get people coming from farther away to go to the Glidden Homestead? And, uh, you know, I know you haven't been there too long, but what have you heard? Where do they draw from?
1: Absolutely. Um, There are a lot of Glidden family descendants. So, you know, their last name is Glidden. They want to go to a place with, with that name on there. Um, So we see those groups come in, they become members as well. Um, And then there are a lot of uh, people that just love collecting barbed wire. That's a hobby that's been going on for decades. And um, for a barbed wire enthusiast to come to the place where like the winner was invented, uh, we get a lot of those people too, the hobbyists. (laughs) Um, I know that with covid people weren't coming in. They, the museum wasn't open all the time. Um, you know, people might have pulled back on memberships to save money. And, you know, people aren't running out to go and volunteer because they're not ready to get out yet. And that's, that's going to be a huge challenge is- reaching out to those people and getting them back in again or or finding new people that want to make a difference. And uh, that's something I think about a lot is how can we engage with those people and make sure they're comfortable and, you know, really get running again. Um, we have something really incredible here to share and we just really need to find people and get them in the door somehow.
0: So tell us about the people who volunteer for the Glidden Homestead. Um, I know that everything was kind of shut down for a while. Are they starting to come back? What about your volunteer side?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, so my my role is the only staff role. I'm very fortunate. We definitely have a working board of directors. They are incredible. They are willing to pick up slack and come in and give tours. And it, they're just local people that have been here for a very long time and just love this history. So um, my hope is to, to work closer with NIU and you, know, you know, 4-H, scouts, anybody that wants to get involved and learn more and you have some sort of impact, um, just to kind of bridge that age gap so that we do have all ages working here and being involved. There's this idea that, you know, it's only older people that would be interested in history, but I I really think if more people knew that this was here, there would definitely be a lot more interest and regular people as well.
0: You know, part of the museum is also managing your collection of materials. Can you talk to us about what what does the collection look like at the Glidden Home?
1: There are some good materials, um, photos, books, things like that. A lot of it is family oriented because family was living here until the early 2000s. So, you know, there's somebody's bed upstairs and things like that. But that is all very, very new to me. And we're going to be going through that and seeing what we have available. When you think about
0: working with other organizations whether that's local government or nonprofits, um do you have some ideas about that how you think that's going to work and and some benefits around
1: that yeah definitely um we do need more board members that is that is a struggle is just finding new people that can stay for a long period of time so you know if there's anyone interested in those roles i'd be more than happy to to talk to them and you know, even if somebody just comes and, hey, I like this history, I like this house, These are this is my skill set, we're going to find something for you. Um, you know, there's always something that needs to be done. We need extra hands. So you come to me, you tell me what you like, what you want to do, and we'll make that happen. So whoever you are, government, NIU, I don't care. <laughs> We'd love to have you in here. So, um, yeah, whatever it takes, we'll, we'll make it work.
0: My son and I were volunteering at the Fabian um museum over in um geneva because okay. they were doing a massive inventory right yeah. so they, they really just needed to catalog everything they had never really had a good inventory and it was it was so fascinating to get in there that the it's a different age you know probably than the house than the Glidden homestead but some things my son was like i don't know what that is <laughs> i'm like yeah. you don't know what that is <laughs> it's like i've never seen that like hand beaters Yes. It's a set of hand beaters with a, yeah. and he's like, how do you use it? Like what? It, I mean, he's 16, right? Um, And he was fascinated. So he's like, well, I'm going to look it up on Google. <laughs> so he, then he, then he starts to look it up. There's a yeah. manufacturer. So he's trying to find out about the company and what it might've been used for. So those kinds of things were just so fun. And I think museums bringing those artifacts to life is just something that's really interesting, especially for the other generations yeah. that they, they can see a video of it. They can see a picture of it. It's just different when you get to touch it.
1: Exactly. And that's like with the barbed wire, we have barbed wire displays, you know, just to have a child looking at that. Well, what is that? Why, why would you that, that, that understanding isn't there, but you know, like with your, your son and you know, the multi-generations, it's, it's a really neat experience to see how each person, what they take away from it, I guess. I love that.
0: So when you thought about your, it sounds like you had a history bug early on. Yes. Um, did you, did you think about maybe one day I'd, I'd like to maybe work in history somehow? Was that on the radar? You talked about journalism. Yeah. Um,
1: I've always loved to write, um, but it wasn't really until, you know, college was over and I had time to, you know, sit down and research my relative and, yeah. You know, once yeah. you get past that, you know, doing my grades, going to school, and then you're like, okay, well, what do I want to do now? Yeah. <laughs> so that really, in then, um, and about six years ago, um, I started my Jacob Page site, uh, just a blog, something physical, since he didn't have a museum like the others. And I'm just going to put articles and Uh, photos here and just more for myself but I I found a following and other people that were interested too and you know that just it combined my writing love and my history love and I was like this is it this is (laughs) this is what I wanted this is what I needed so it was super rewarding.
0: There's so much interest now especially with genealogy and DNA that people are getting more into their family history I think um so it's not quite as nerdy, maybe, as it was one I so. the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love all that stuff. You know, and I think the, the cool thing to me is that we're all connected. Um, yes. And the community looks the way it does because of some of those early decision makers, business people, community leaders, which is, it's just fascinating to me, but we just yeah, need more absolutely. people that think it's fascinating.
1: <laughs> exactly. And that, that is the one place that all three of them really worked together. Elwood, Glidden, and Hayes was giving back to DeKalb. They worked together to get NIU here. Um, yeah. They left their money when they died for our hospital and our library. And, you know, they might've disagreed in every business sense, but when it came to giving back to DeKalb, they put everything together. And I just, I love that about DeKalb and right. how many places can you say that, you know, they had these yeah. huge wealthy businessmen and they came together and set aside their differences I just love that story
0: you know I think there's also that entrepreneurial side to all of them likely which is still pretty
1: prevalent exactly yes I just love that that pride and you know I've read things where they just felt like they had to give back to the place that that made them and I just love that DeKalb County is really special in that way we have so many rich history stories and fascinating people all in one place it's absolutely incredible
0: yeah, is there any any story that stands out in your mind? Um, you know, Glidden and Hache that they that they worked on something together. so you talked about the university already. You talked yes. they're more competitive on the business side. Any yes. any other stories stand out where you're like, oh, they they did this together, they came together around this.
1: Um, there is a written story that they were at the groundbreaking and you know, probably some sort of ceremonial shovel type thing. Yeah. Glidden was going to do this and Hayes hands him a pencil, or vice versa, and says, "You know, we should use this. This is a symbol of learning, and that that went into a time capsule years and years ago at NIU. And it just, I, that story always gets me that that happened, and right. you know, that's that's still how we feel today. The high school um, mascot is is the the barbs um, and things like that. You know, businesses use the the barbed wire and their logos. Everybody embraces it, but I wonder, do they want to be even more involved and really learn that story because I think if they did, they would absolutely love it. Yeah. (laughs) They would have more of that pride. Yeah. I agree.
0: Thanks, Jesse, so much for chatting with you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of All Things Local, a monthly podcast brought to you from the School of Public and Global Affairs at Northern Illinois University. I'm Dr. Alicia Shadaman. Join me next time to discuss issues and ideas facing our local communities. To learn more about our faculty and programs here at NIU, go to niu.edu backslash spga.